This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. There's only one. There's only one pod in the Motor City that's keeping you up to date on everything Detroit sports. This is The Daily Ticket with your host, Jeff Rieger. Hey everybody, what's going on? Jeff Rieger, another episode of The Daily Ticket. This one for the 29th of January. It's a Monday, it's 2024, and fuck. Like, honestly. I'm a little sick. Nobody cares. Got home from vacation. It's not COVID, but yeah. And then I was forced to watch yesterday's NFC title game. Lions lose 34-31. to They were so close. They were so close, 30 minutes away with a 17-point lead from going to the Super Bowl. They dominated in the first half, absolutely dominated. They led 24-7 at the half. Lions got the football. Jamison Williams, 42-yard touchdown run outside the tackles. Kept hearing how the Niners couldn't stop runs outside the tackles. J-Mo, even after getting hit, stayed on his feet, was awesome, 7-0. Niners get the football, drive down the field. Jake Moody misses the field goal, the Michigan product. 7-0 Lions. Lions take over the football. David Montgomery, one-yard touchdown run. 14-0 Lions. They were dominating. Second quarter, Niners come back. Christian McCaffrey, two-yard touchdown run, 14-7. But then the Lions went off. Jameer Gibbs, 15-yard run, four a touchdown, made it 21-7. And then Michael Badgley, 21-yard field goal, made it 24-7. Mixed in on that was a Malcolm Rodriguez pick off Brock Purdy as well. All in all, the Lions were dominating. They had over 133 rushing yards in the first half. That is the most yards ever on a Kyle Shanahan coach defense. Lions did it in the first half. The first half, they were dominating. They were running the ball down the throat of the Niners. They were 30 minutes away from a Super Bowl. They were about to do everything that we've always wished they would, but never actually thought they would. We fantasized about this. We were so close. 24-7 lead at the half. 24-7 lead. Don't lie to me. At the half, did you peruse ticket prices to get to Las Vegas? Did you Google Super Bowl prices? I did. I thought maybe my company would send me. I thought maybe I'd be headed to the Super Bowl along with the Lions. But then the gut punch, then the heartbreak, 
than the torture, than the tumult, than the agony. I mean, whatever word you want to use, I don't know as a Lions fan how you get over what we witnessed on Sunday night. Lions led by 17. Niners take over the football. Jake Moody gets a 43-yard field goal on their first drive. So it's 24 to 10. But no big deal. 24-10. Lions still up 14. They still get the football back. Life is good. They go on a very nice drive. They do. The Lions take the ball from their own 25-yard line, and they get all the way down to the 28-yard line of San Francisco. And this is where a sequence of events started to happen that really fucked Detroit. I don't know what else you want to call it. This is what we've witnessed over the course of our life, being Lions fans, the big choke job, falling from grace, not being able to finish, the moment being too big for you. And that's what we saw. And unfortunately, what we saw yesterday was the worst collapse in franchise history. So Lions are up 14. They go on a nice little drive. Dan Campbell with 7.03 left to go in the third quarter is looking at fourth and two from the 28-yard line of San Francisco. Now, mind you, you're up 14. You kick a field goal, you're up 17. That's three scores. Time is ticking away. The Niners aren't going to be able to come back. Dan Campbell doesn't kick field goals. I think we know this. He goes for it on fourth and two. Jared Goff, incomplete to Josh Reynolds. I thought the ball should have been caught, personally. It wasn't. Turned over the ball on downs. That was the start of this awful sequence of events that eventually resulted in the Lions blowing their biggest opportunity of our fucking lives. So it's a 14-point game. Lions do not convert the fourth down. A lot of people said Dan Campbell should have went for it. Here's the deal. Campbell got here by being aggressive. Campbell goes for it on fourth downs. Campbell likes to keep his offense on the field. We know Dan Campbell's defense at times gets torched, especially through the secondary. I didn't have a huge problem with it. Would have been a 45-yard field goal, but it would have put you up three scores, okay? And apparently... Dan Campbell did not want to allow Michael Badgley to attempt the field goal. But it's still 14 points. Life is still good until it wasn't. Because the very next drive for the Niners, more, what do you want to call it? Unlions luck. Brock Purdy in the shotgun. A lot of time. Deep pass to Brandon Ayuk. It hit the mask and face of Vildor. The Lions corner. I kid you not. Like only the Lions. Vildor is going back. The ball hits him in the face mask. Somehow Ayuk sticks with the football. He ends up catching it off Vildor's face. 51 yards. All the way down to the Lions four-yard line. 14-point game becomes seven-point game. Touchdown. Brock Purdy. To Ayuk for six yards on third and goal from the six. Moody, extra point, good. Seven-point game. In the span of literally three minutes, Lions pissed away their lead. Lions pissed away their lead, but it's still okay, right? It's still okay. You're up by seven points. You have been able to run on San Francisco. Get the offense back and check. All season long, the Lions have answered the bell. All season long, the Lions have found a way to win. All season long, the Lions have faced adversity. Well, not yesterday. 
Williams get the ball. Jameer Gibbs fumbles. Niners pick it up. Think about this for a second. Think about this. It starts with the fourth and two. Don't convert. Then this ridiculous pass that Brock Purdy throws goes off the face of Vildor and into the hands of Ayuk results in a touchdown. And then you fumble the football. What did the Niners do? Score a touchdown. Christian McCaffrey up the middle. Tie game. In the span of eight minutes, eight minutes, the Lions pissed away a 17-point lead. And it's not just any 17-point lead. No. This was the NFC title game. This was the fucking biggest game of our lives. We were so fucking close. And the Lions did what they've always have done. And is this team different? Sure. Did they do special things? Absolutely. Does this go down as a great season? Of course. Did they check a bunch of things off the box that we never thought we would accomplish? Yes. But it doesn't take away the pain. 24-24. Lions go three and out. The offense dried up. Couldn't run the fucking football. Couldn't pass the football. Had no problem in the first half. Couldn't do squat in the second half. So it's a 24-24 game. The Lions still had a chance. They fought adversity all season long. They usually bounce back. Could they do it again? David Montgomery for one yard. Jared Goff incomplete to Sam Laporta, which meant third and nine. Now, mind you, Lions were picking up third and 18s in the first half. They picked up a third and 12 by simply running the football. They were gashing the Niners. So third and nine, biggest drive of the game. Tie game all at 24. You're thinking to yourself, dude, not a big deal. Goff will get this done. After all, fans have chanted his name for like the entire week. Jared Goff, Jared Goff. Goff drops back, throws a gorgeous pass to Josh Reynolds, who has always been dependable drops the football. Josh Reynolds had two big-time drops in that second half, unfortunately. And then, of course, the Lions are looking at fourth and nine, so Jack Fox decides to punt. It was a gorgeous punt. So Jace Lucas unable to down the ball at the one. The Niners take the football at their own 20. They march down, and they get themselves a field goal. Jake Moody, 33 yards, good. And all of a sudden, it's 27-24. Now, in that drive, by the way, Ify Melanfonwu had an unbelievable chance to sack Brock Purdy. He wasn't able to do that, unable to wrap him up. And, of course, Brock Purdy was able to complete a pass, and that was just more bad Lions luck. But it wasn't done. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. It wasn't done. Lions still had a chance. They're only down three points. The offense has been good all season long. We really thought, you know what? Here we go. Prove that you're different. Let's fucking go. But they're not. Lions driving the football down by three on fourth and three at the San Francisco 30. Dan Campbell decides to go for it. He goes for it. Why are you going for it, Dan? I get it. You're Dan Gamble. I know we like the aggressiveness. Maybe it's unfair to torch him because he decides to go for it on fourth down because that's who he is. But my goodness, at some point, you got to be able to help yourself. Fourth and three. Going for it in a three-point game. If you kick the field goal, it would have been a 47-yarder. You're tied. You got a chance still. You can still win the football game. You can still go to the Super Bowl. But nope, Dan Campbell's not going to do it. He decides to go for it on fourth and three. Incomplete to Amon Ross St. Brown. And of course, for the second time in the second half, you're looking at the Lions turning over the ball on downs. Twice, twice Dan Campbell decides not to throw his kicker out there for makeable field goals. The first one would have been for 45 yards. The second one would have been for 47 yards. And before you hit me with the bup, 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 Badgley doesn't have that distance, that's bullshit. He does. He kicked the 54-yarder against the Rams. Turned out to be the game-winning field goal. If Dan Campbell takes one of those field goals and it actually is good, Lions could win this football game. Two empty drives because Dan Campbell needed to go for it on fourth down. And again, I know that's who he is. But in the biggest game of your life, take the fucking points. It's that simple. He took the points in the first half. Fourth and goal to go from the San Francisco three. He said, no, get the kicker out there. Badgley goes out there, kick the field goal. Next thing you know, it's 24 to seven. Why didn't you take the field goal in the second half? Dan Campbell's been a great coach, a sensational coach. Nobody's going to say otherwise. But the aggressiveness killed the Lions yesterday. I think it's that simple. 
and also the ridiculous sequence of events because the Lions could not get out of their own way. If it wasn't their inability to tackle Christian McCaffrey or Debo Samuels, it was truly screwing up. Like Vildor, the ball bouncing off his mask and IU catching the football. Dan Campbell going for it on fourth and second and fourth and third instead of kicking field goals. Giving yourself a chance to win the football game. Jameer Gibbs fumbling the football. It was every Lions choke job we've ever seen in our lives. But it was worse because it was the NFC title game. It was worse because you were 30 minutes away from a fucking Super Bowl. It was worse because you don't know if you're going to get back here. Yes, the Lions seem like they're primed to be very good for a long time. Yes, I would think if I had the bet, it's not going to take another 30 years to get back to the NFC title game or whatever it was. With that being said, you just never know. And that's why these games are so big. And that's why these games, you have to have a certain kind of mindset to win them. And the Lions, the moment, too big for them. I don't know how else you want to describe it. Totally blew it. Totally pissed it away. It's heartbreaking. It's gut-wrenching. I don't know how you get over it. Now you will. Life is going to be fine. You'll wake up in the morning. You go to work. It's going to be fine. You should be in the Super Bowl. You should be in the fucking Super Bowl. But a combination of Dan Campbell and the players, I don't want to blame just one person because it was a team effort to lose like this. You're up 17 points in the second half of the NFC title game on the road against the one seed can't close the deal. That's a team problem. Pathetic. Absolutely pathetic. I called it something on Twitter. People got very angry at me. I'm going to read this to you. You can tell me if you agree or disagree. Sorry, I can't yell and scream too much because my voice isn't quite there. But here's what I said. I said, on a night where we were supposed to put all the heartbreak behind us and advance to a place we never thought was possible, Instead, we suffer the worst collapse we've ever seen. Bravo, SOL. Bravo. Your greatest work of all time. Absolutely agonizing. And people, of course, got very angry at me. People said I don't deserve to have a job. People say I suck at my job. People say I'm better at that. People say I was just going after low-hanging fruit. But it was SOL. It was. It's exactly what it was. Whether you believe, whether you don't believe, I don't know why you don't believe because that's exactly what happened. Only the Lions lose a game like that with a sequence of events that take them from 17 up to at one point being 10 down. And then they score a meaningless touchdown. They go for the onside kick. They're unable to capture it. And there you go. You lose the football game. And we have to watch the Niners move on to the Super Bowl again against the Chiefs. That's the other thing, by the way. Chiefs went into Baltimore and beat the Ravens. You've already been here in Kansas City. Held your own in that Super Bowl, but we'll never find out. That was an awful loss. And it doesn't take away from the greatness of the season. I get that. I'm not saying that it does. But that one's going to take a while to get over. An absolute travesty of football. Especially considering how the first half went. So let me know. Comment section. What do you think? How do you get over what you witnessed in the second half? How do you get over that sequence of events? Tell me if you thought that was SOL, what you witnessed. Any angle you want to attack it, let me know. Comment section, please. Before we go, and I'm not going to get into comments. I'll do that tomorrow. Hopefully I have my voice back. 
Hopefully we all feel maybe a little better. Hopefully we can sit back and reflect on a kick-ass season. But it might be still raw at that point. But if you want to just look at it, like David Montgomery ran for 93 yards. Jameer Gibbs ran for 45 yards. Jamison Williams ran for 42 yards. At a certain point in the first half, all three of those men had more rushing yards than Christian McCaffrey, a guy that could win the MVP. But at the end of the day, Niners found a way to run the football. They finished with 155 on the ground. The Lions finished with 182. If I were to tell you that the Lions were going to be able to run the football, for 182 yards, that would have been a win. You would have been convinced it was going to be a win and that you're going to the Super Bowl. But you fucking lose. Christian McCaffrey, first running back against the Lions all season long to go 67 yards. He rushed for 90. The majority of those yards in the second half, two touchdowns as well on 20 carries. Brock Purdy, also rushing a lot. Purdy killing the Lions in the second half with his feet. Five carries, 48 yards, 9.6 per average. And he also threw for 267 and a touchdown and a pick. I mean, whatever. Brock Purdy was not all that impressive. Not all that impressive at all. Doesn't fucking matter, though. He wins the football game. Here's the other thing, too. And listen, this is not that big of a deal, but... It's not a great look now that you lost the football game. If you're watching on YouTube, I'll just show this to you. If not, I'll explain it. But this is from Barstool Sports. Look at that. Can you see that? That's C.J. Garner-Johnson when the Lions are up 20-7 to in the first half, waving goodbye to the Niner fans. Barstool says this was certainly a choice by C.J. Garner-Johnson Jr. That's who he is. He likes to talk. He thought the game was over. I thought the game was over. We all thought it was over. CJGJ decided to wave goodbye to Niner fans. And then, of course, the Niners come back to win the football game. Only the Lions. Only the Lions. If I seem a little uh, doom and gloom today, if I seem a little down today, well, I mean, how else are you supposed to be? I think that's going to do it for the podcast. Lions played well enough to win the football game. But they totally imploded. They totally fucking melted down. It is the biggest meltdown in franchise history. And we've seen it way too often. And I have yet to hear the explanation by Dan Campbell, but we'll give it to you tomorrow in the podcast. You got to kick the field goals. You're down three points. You got two chances to kick field goals. One's a 45-yarder, one's a 47-yarder. One would put you up 17 points. That's a three-score game in the third quarter. The other would tie the game at 27 apiece in the fourth quarter. You decided to do neither. Couldn't pick up the fourth down. You gave San Francisco the game. Dan Campbell's a great coach. He got you to places we never thought we would be. Nobody's saying to fire him. Nobody's saying he can't do the job. But what you saw on Sunday was bad. It's bad. It's coaching malpractice at times. And if you're going to come at me, oh, Rieger, shut the hell up. You know what kind of guy he is. It was that aggressiveness that got us here. I mean, I hear you. I do. I do. But sometimes you have to understand the game. 
Sometimes you have to understand what you can do against that other team. And that would be put him away. He could have done that. And spare me the Michael Badgley doesn't have that range. Kick the 54-yarder against the Rams at one of the damn football game. I've been doing this a long time. I've been covering the Lions, been doing radio very long time. Usually games don't affect me one way or the other. This one hurts. It hurts. And unfortunately, being a Lions fan, as you know, it's only ever hurt. It's how it's been our whole lives. We all thought it was different this time around, didn't we? Man, they were dominated in the first half. Man, that was fun. Oh, God damn, that was fun. All right. Catch you tomorrow. I hope they have my voice back. Listen, I hope you guys enjoyed the game. You guys are the best. Thank you for following the Daily Ticket and watching the Daily Ticket and listening to the Daily Ticket. And, you know, please subscribe and all that kind of stuff. Or if you don't want to, I get it too. I don't know. I feel like a beaten man. I can't believe they lost that game. Oh, yes, I can. They're the Detroit Lions. We'll catch you tomorrow. Bye, everybody. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey.